My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we are the Extra Sisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 108 and day three of Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and in this episode, we are going to be discussing the 2000 or 2001, depending on where you lived, Canadian horror film that was actually kind of a small time film when it came out and now is more of like a cult film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ginger Snaps. It had a four and a half million dollar budget and only made half a million back when it came out. Oh, so damn. It flopped. But <laughs> now it's actually... Uh, like I said, a cult following film. And again, we are talking about, did I say this already? We're talking about ginger snaps. (laughs) I don't remember. I'm sorry. And I have seen this before and I don't remember if I'm making you watch this or if you've seen this before. (laughs) I have never seen this before. But I remember putting it on the list and being like, we're watching this. You like werewolf movies. It's about weird teenagers. I like werewolves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they are weird teenagers. Different, different. Yeah different take on now werewolf movies do tend to kind of this is not the first time a werewolf film has gone for the whole puberty aspect before Mm -hmm. and this but this one doesn't do it in a subtle way (laughs) at all this one is like periods and werewolves (laughs) the the whole time yeah so i have seen this one time and there's a reason this is rated 18 plus e for explicit the first time I saw this, I was really fucking high. So I, <laughs> um, it, I was, I'm 27. I'm about to be 28. Yeah. So, I mean, it's probably like eight years ago. It's a long time ago. And I watched it with an ex and he fucking loved it. He, I just remember him being like, I love this movie. And we watched it and I didn't remember a lot of it, but I just remember, like staring at it and it was one of those things where like I didn't blink very much you know <laughs> like well, you're like, just enamored with the film yeah and I remembered certain things about it and then like when it was over I was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I, was, like, I love that story so first of all like some of it like the effects were like kind of lame but then I thought about it and I was like but like what would I do different I don't mm-hmm. know you know what I mean? And then and then I was like, but I, I kind of liked it. And then I was like, but part of me wants to say it was lame. But then another part of me wants to say it was really well done. It was just one of those that I was super confused about. And I was like, I have mm-hmm. to watch it again. And then I just never did. So that's why I really wanted to put it on the ah, list. I see. I see. And I'm super, super curious to see what you thought because I really wanted to like it. And I actually, I did like it again. So I'm very spooked to see what you thought <laughs> because I need your approval no I uh, just uh interested to see what you thought especially you being a werewolf kind of person because I'm not typically right. into werewolf movies or even like vampire creature features are just not really my thing typically mm-hmm. but this one was interesting I really liked the alternative teenage girl mm-hmm. like they are obsessed with death so this like movie crazy yeah, obsessed. this movie surrounds two sisters one is 16 ginger and one is 15 and her name is bridget and they basically start off by telling you that telling the audience that they are introducing that they have a pact to die young together right at 16 and that's of, super fucking young one of them is already 16 yes they formed a pact to move out of the suburb or die together. And it doesn't look like they're moving out of the suburbs. So right. they're going to die. And they, what I really enjoyed about this film, like I, I wouldn't say I'm enamored by death at all because 
also trigger warning for like self harm talk and suicide talk. <laughs> Should have prefaced that, I guess. <clears throat> I wouldn't say that I'm enamored by death by any means, but I've always definitely been. This is why I think we are pulled to horror so much. It's just one of those things like you have to have some sort of fascination with darker things and more unexplainable things and, you know, but mm-hmm, definitely this is definitely like more up my alley. Like I would have been these girls friends like, you know, yeah, they probably wouldn't have liked me because they didn't like anybody. But like <laughs> true facts would have definitely gravitated more to them than other groups typically, but they would the stage death scenes and do photography around them. That's what the opening credits are is their photography. And it's yeah. super cool. I thought it it's beautifully done. Like they do have a good eye, I guess for the gore and everything. But uh, as their parents, I'd worry a lot. Oh, for sure. I think that there's, that's an interesting concept because I've thought a lot about this. Be thinking about my own parents and where I'm fine, but like, well of where the line is on expression and concern mm-hmm. and these parents the mom just wants to be accepted by her daughters she mm-hmm. doesn't really care the dad is like no our kids are fucking weird right but he doesn't actually do anything to help them through this problem or anything he just kind of is on the outside you barely he's got what i don't know five lines the whole fucking movie maybe yeah no he doesn't do anything yeah but like they go to couples therapy the parents do like so they're having clear issues right but yeah the mom just wants to be accepted by her daughters and wants them to accept her that's all she cares about so they are obsessed with death they want to die together and that's pretty much that and they're very alternative like Bridget the 15 year old is much you know dark hair I would say more homely looking but I would not say she's ugly she's just as like not into like how she looks at all really if anybody has seen she's the man that is Eunice in that movie yeah and Ginger is the 16 year old like I said and she's definitely the one that is becoming a woman and she's a werewolf the hot one yeah let's see Ginger again in that picture yeah exactly so they are out one night and the way this all starts is there's a there's a bunch of dog killings going on in their neighborhood just all these dogs turning up dead in these horrible gruesome ways which is not super fun to see on screen, but that's one of those things where if I'm not like emotionally attached to the animals, do I want to ever see animal death? No. But if they gloss over it really quickly, just to add to the mm-hmm. story, I don't really have too much of a problem with it. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? So it's like, whatever. So the dogs are dying in their suburb and that's just something they need to throw in there because you know that shit's getting real. And one night they go out to kidnap a dog owned by their bully (laughs) which is super mean that dog didn't do anything to you but they don't give a fuck they just you know well like if it's any sort of consolation they are going to make one of their fake death pictures with the dog so they're not planning on killing it but still it's fucked up yeah but if somebody stole my dog i would 
exactly yeah. like don't fucking do that i will kill you even if you didn't don't touch my baby <laughs> yeah. yeah so while they plan to go out and kidnap the dog of trina ginger gets her first period like intensely it's just like puddling down her leg that's not how that happens carrie ginger snaps yeah i mean I would hope not. I mean, it didn't happen for me like that. Yeah. I was in like fifth grade, though. Maybe if you don't start until you're 16. <laughs> Maybe, right? I don't know. It's just a waterfall. It's like, I have been waiting for this one. <laughs> like, I am a woman. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And like, I even have like all sorts of woman issues. So if right. anybody was going to get fucked, <laughs> it's going to be me. But no, I started in fifth grade and my i got it i got so lucky nobody wants to hear this story but i'm not gonna fuck i was homesick <laughs> with a sinus infection and started my period the same day it was awesome i got chocolate <laughs> <laughs> i got chocolate my mommy brought me reese's oh i was at my grandma's cute. who i was like where the fuck are this woman's pads because i had already had the <laughs> That woman has started menopause like Long 20 years ago, and I didn't fucking know what that was. I didn't oh, that's funny. tell her, though, because she wasn't my mommy. <laughs> Fair. Things were happening. Yeah. Anyways, I just laid on the couch and watched Disney Channel for the rest of the day. Aw. That's so Raven days. Yes, that's so Raven. Yeah. Anyways, the scent of the blood. The... <laughs> Attracted the werewolf, I guess. But they were attacked by the creature responsible for the dog killings, which is a werewolf. And it bites the fuck out of her and like scratches the fuck out of her and like almost to the point where she's going to like bleed out. Mm -hmm. And Bridget gets her home. And as they're running home, the it it's a creature, but it's a, it's a fucking werewolf. And what <laughs> they call it a lichen, I think. I think so. They refer to it as the actual, like, in Thing. lore. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hit by a van belonging to this guy named Sam, who is the local drug dealer. And yeah. Oh, and in uh, Final Destination 3, he is McKinley. And not only is he the drug dealer, he fucking has a greenhouse, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like a, he's, the weed land. Like yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's intense, too, because, like, everyone knows where it is. You know the cops just don't give a fuck. They're like, whatever. Right, exactly. And it's, like, the party pad everybody goes out to party at. The cops definitely know. They just don't care. He's like... Exactly. Like, They're probably buying it from him. Exa out exactly. They're like, Sam's just, like, we don't want to put him away because prison will ruin his life. He's just a good little old white boy. Shut the fuck exactly. up. Exactly. Anyways... But at least the thing is run over by the van, and so they're able to get away. But now Ginger got bit. So now, of course, we have our story unfolding. And so she starts healing almost immediately upon getting home, which Bridget immediately is like, oh, fuck, you're yeah. going to be a werewolf. And Ginger's like, nah, nah, it's fine. It's fine. I don't know if I would rather be the one turning into a werewolf or the friend or sibling of the person turning into a werewolf. Right. I don't know which I'd rather be. I'd pick werewolf. Would you? 
Hells yeah, I want to be a werewolf or a vampire so bad. But your titties look weird as a vampire or as a werewolf. Not in all of them. They do look weird in this one though. Like her <laughs> boobs are like re- they're they're boobs, but she's a werewolf. <laughs> it's weird. But they're dog boobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're not like udders. They're boobs. It's weird. It's and weird. she's sixteen, so it's all just weird. Also, they're not the same boobs that that 16-year-old had. Like, <laughs> she wears some skimpy shit, and the boobs that you see on the werewolf are fucking, like, porn star boobs. I don't know, man. That's why when I first watched this, I was like, the fuck is that? <laughs> but then also, I was like, I know that they, but they had a $4.5 million budget. But I also think, like, the sets were good, and the cast was good, and so I kn- and the equipment was probably good. So I'm sure a lot of that. I don't know how much of that went into the creature, but it did like breathe pretty well and move pretty well. But then also kind of looked like thanks killing. So it's kind of like hard to you know right. Well, I don't know if it helps at all. I was going to save it for later, but I'll say it now. No CGI was actually used on this film. Everything was done with makeup and prosthetics. That's one thing I do respect. Not one thing. I respect a lot of things. But that's one thing I do respect about this movie is because you can tell. Like, they did a Mm -hmm. lot of the gore and it looks like it's real. Yeah. It was also done, shot in six weeks, which I have said in other episodes, that's unheard of. That's crazy. A month and a half. And this movie was done. So, yeah. I've been meaning to watch this during spooky season, but I've been putting it off. Like, because I knew it was coming for this. I didn't watch it last year. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure we'll get to it when we're rating. But this literally happens in October. Like, the full moon on Halloween. Yes. And it feels it. it, You know how I love the fall feel and the Halloween feel. This one has it. Oh, yeah. It is all about that shit. Like, they're spooky-ooky, there's werewolves, it's on Halloween, they have mm-hmm. Halloween parties. This is a fall fucking movie. Mm-hmm. So, Ginger's, like, healing quickly, and she soon starts to get real sexual and aggressively sexual. And she starts yeah. just, like, they, she's always hated everyone, and all of a sudden she wants to fuck everyone. Yes. And also she's growing hair from her wounds. And she gets yeah. a tail. Yeah, that's the... Ugh, I hate that part. Have you ever seen Shallow Hal? No. Oh. Never mind then. <laughs> to anyone out there that has, it's like one of those tales. Anyways. Now I feel stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I just, just kidding. It's okay. Who's the main actor in Shallow Hal? Jack Black and Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, it's not Jack Black. I thought it was... I thought it was some other guy, but um, I mean, there's a first of all, I hate Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, no. love Jack Black, but it's usually those like Adam Sandlery type movies. I fucking hate. No, yeah, I mean, Shallow Hell. It's, uh, I mean, it's all kind of like at, when I was a kid, I thought it was like all fun and games, and then I had like an eating disorder and body issues and like dysmorphia Jesus problems Christ. growing up, and so like now I'm like, right. I think I have some problems here, but you know, (laughs) right. Anyways, he falls in love with her despite her outer appearance. And I'm like, why can't you just love both? (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) whatever. Anyways, moving on. Okay. Ginger snaps. Here we are. So 
not only that, but she's just constantly like menstruating super heavily. <laughs> yeah, Ugh, it's so gross. Yeah. Well, let's talk. The full moon is is literally the menstrual cycle. Like this is all about puberty and menstruation, and mm-hmm. that's literally what this is all about. But yes, it is a girl movie. Yeah. Ginger has unprotected sex with one of her classmates, and also she just passes it on to him. And she beats the shit out of her bully, which is super awesome. Because And she kills the dog next door. She do do that, yeah. <laughs> she do. And But yes, her bully. Yeah. Well, her bully's picking on her sister. And she, mm-hmm. she hasn't totally turned on her sister yet, which she will do. Mm-hmm. But her bully's picking on her sister because her sister is also, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead or not, like befriending Sam because he saw what he hit so who else is gonna believe her right exactly a one so she's gotta befriend the local drug dealer (laughs) right so she does and the their bully trina really likes the local drug dealer so of course she's gonna bully the shit out of them which is so weird you see her she's a popular girl around it looks like a bunch of football players are you seriously freaking out about a drug dealer that like like he totally ignores her and wants nothing to do with her, but she's that girl of, oh, call me. Oh my God, you came to see me like that. Why are you so hard up? He was cute. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> he's fucking ignoring you and he's a drug dealer. And pick somebody else. You look ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You pick me ass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so she beats the shit out of Trina and she kills the neighbor's dog. And so. Bridget and Sam kind of team up, but Bridget makes Sam think that it's her that's infected. Well, she thinks she makes Sam think that it's her, but Sam's smart, so he knows that it's not her because she doesn't have any other symptoms. Exactly. She keeps talking about, oh, I'm growing a tail. Oh, it feels terrible. I feel like I'm going to die, but she looks fine the whole time. She doesn't ever like have any other symptoms, but all the while everyone in the school is talking about ginger's major behavioral changes exactly and wouldn't you be like oh yeah i did get cut and look it's growing hair wouldn't you at least show him that part if you really were you weren't yeah he knows but she's trying to protect her sister and so she's also trying to cure her so they're trying to figure out what to do about this they have such a terrible terrible codependent relationship oh my fucking god like Ginger will get up from the table and Bridget will follow with. Bridget's bad. definitely like reliant on Ginger until mm-hmm. the power dynamic changes and Bridget has to do things for Ginger, even though Ginger doesn't realize that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Because this is the first time Bridget's had to do things without Ginger basically being the one in control, mm-hmm. you know? You can even see they it's towards the end, but there's a family portrait, a painting of the two girls. And you can see Ginger standing there and she's smiling in the portrait. And Bridget is kind of smiling like a little grin, but she's looking at her sister. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, should I smile in this? She just wants her approval so badly. And, you know, mm-hmm. who knows how Bridget would have been had it not been for Ginger's influence. But I'm not saying she wouldn't have been like some sort of alternative or had similar interests. But would she want a death pact? Who knows? 
Well, you know from the beginning she didn't. Like, Ginger's yeah. talking about, right in the beginning, I'm gonna, uh, slitting her wrist is for pussies. I'm gonna cut my throat. And you can definitely see Bridget's, like, very uncomfortable. Like, can we not talk about this? I'm not ready to die. Yeah. Well, and even in the end, that comes full yeah. circle. Yeah. You don't really get much resolve in this movie either. Like, any no. closure. It's super sad, actually. But we'll get there later. So Sam and Bridget both agree that this is a werewolf. So they are like, okay, well, we let's figure this out. And at Sam's suggestion, Bridget is going to try a silver piercing treatment. And so she's like, okay, like I'll go pierce myself. But she tries to, she pierces Ginger's belly button with silver and it doesn't fucking work. Right. It's stylish. But that's about it. It looked horrible to do at home right it's like the grown-up version of that scene from parent trap when Lindsay lohan yes, here Lindsay exactly. lohan ear. yeah <laughs> except it's it's grosser and <laughs> then sam suggests infusing like doing a monkshood extract and i don't know mm -hmm. any lore on monkshood at all uh, the only lore that i know is from harry potter oh well that monkshood and wolf spain and oh, okay well yeah i guess that's yeah but that's literally all i know too but they say the plant's only found in spring, so, like, it's not going to happen. But then, of course, you know, it shows up because their mom went and got it at some craft store. Right. And it was dried, I guess, but that still works. Well, Trina shows up at their, who's the bully, and shows up at their house to accuse Ginger of kidnapping their dog. And as they're fighting, Trina fucking falls and busts her head on the counter and fucking dies and bleeds out on their floor yeah and the sisters like their parents are coming home so they shove her body in a deep freeze and to avoid their parents figuring it out they just like stage a death on top of her blood and i was like okay well that's clever but the fact that the parents are just like completely unfazed by coming mm -hmm. home with their daughters like laying in blood and milk is like yeah, they even make little comments along the way of, oh, it's just their dead stuff. Oh, can you stop leaving your dead things here? It's like, are you not worried about this? Okay, I have to tell you about a photo shoot I did when I was in eighth grade. Uh, you and Annie, I presume. It was, yes. <laughs> so we always stayed up until like three o'clock in the morning and we took pictures, whether they, for MySpace, whether they be selfies or what. And we did this oh god i knew she would there it is, does not surprise me that she's a photographer now <laughs> we did this one oh man i wish we fucking had the pictures i deleted my myspace and we took these off the internet but man i would pay to recover these photos i wouldn't show them to anybody but i want to see them <laughs> we did this stereotype shoot where we staged all these different stereotypes like you know like the preppy girl and the rich popular girl and we literally would change our clothes for every single one of them well that doesn't sound that problematic until we got to the like drug addict and i pulled out everything in my pantry and i found like old antibiotic pills and stuff and i got a spoon and i don't know how i knew how to fucking cook heroin <laughs> As, as an eighth grader but i got a cotton ball and a spoon and a lighter and i fucking 
put on a hoodie and like laid my head down on my table to like stage an over like a fucking overdose as an eighth grader bro jesus christ you were so dramatic when you were younger you have no idea (laughs) Uh, i gotta tell her to listen to this episode too shout out yeah god and i that like we did like the emo kid and the goth kid and like all that because those were pretty much us like but that was the one I specifically remember like and we had pills like laid out on the table like I just love fucking I just cannot believe who let me <laughs> who let us our parents they didn't know like we were just up late at night but anyways oh my god I know your poor parents they don't know those exist your mom's gonna finally listen to an episode and be like what Oh, I did. We did a a slut stereotype and I put images on the internet as a 14. I don't even know if I should say that. I was completely clothed, but they were very short, short, like barely on shorty, short shorts. I'm pretty sure they were just boy short underwear and like a tank top. I don't I don't remember. It was bad. (laughs) Check your kids shit when they're on social media. I'm just saying. Anyways, moving on. Where were we? <laughs> not not me doing a drug addict. And that's not even like funny, but like it was like our version of like social commentary back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't making fun of anybody. We were literally like we and we wrote posts for like every single one of them about like judging other people. Meh, meh, meh. Anyways. <laughs> OK, well. But yes, we were on the school bully has just oh, been yeah. killed and the parents don't care. <laughs> they killed Trina. And they knocked off two of her fingers in the freezer when they were trying to move her. And <laughs> and they just fucking lost them. That's so messy. You killed someone and mm-hmm. you need to dispose of the body and you just misplaced two fingers. Exactly. Like, put them in your fucking pocket and bury them with her. What are you doing? Put them in a Ziploc bag or something. Or that. God. Put them in her fucking pocket. What are you doing? That's what I was about to say. God. Idiot. so ginger is still getting worse like she is getting like way more aggressive she doesn't give a fuck what people think anymore she's just losing her mind and then we pretty much get to halloween and bridget takes the the plant extract they go and they make the cure and it is successful because while trying to find her sister she's attacked by the guy that she gave it to and she has to use it on him because she's being attacked. And he's like, I gotta go to class. And he's like, like really fast. Yeah. It takes effect. He's like, holy shit. And she's like, holy shit. And everybody's like, holy shit. And it worked. <laughs> and so while she's at school, Bridget discovers Ginger's murder. Uh, she murdered, I think, was it a gym? It was a counselor. It was a counselor, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember why. Like, I know he takes her. Is it because she's being slutty? I don't remember what she's, she's doing. Being weird. Oh, she flashed yeah, the he... guy. She flashed. That's right. Yeah. And he's walking down the hallway and sees it. He's like, uh, 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 my office. <laughs> <laughs> and she fucking killed him. And Bridget walks in on it. Oh, this one made me so sad. Like, she also kills a janitor. Yes, and he's such a sweet little janitor who's been really nice to Bridget, who, you know, is an outcast, obviously. Yeah. And instead, Ginger's like, he just wanted to fuck you. And it's like, can we not? No, he didn't. Ugh. 
He's a sweet little guy who's very scared now that he's dying. Yeah. But Bridget can cure him, but it doesn't matter because Ginger fucking kills the shit out of him after she bites him. Yeah, she bites him and then he's turning and she, Bridget's like, I can fix them. And she's like, nah. Kills him. Yeah. Yeah, Bridget don't give a fuck anymore. She's not like no. she's losing all her humanity. So that night, it's like I said, Halloween. And Sam throws this like party at his greenhouse every year. And Ginger goes and she's basically turning to the point where she looks very dog-like and everyone thinks she's wearing like a prosthetics costume. Mm -hmm. And while they're there, their mom finds she they find the fingers and her mom's like oh that's just part of their death thing but she's fucking like oh my god my daughters are murderers they killed this girl that's been missing and she doesn't even think twice and she just goes digging for the corpse Mm -hmm. and she's like which is just in their fucking kids playhouse that is such a child thing to do yeah she's like oh yep they killed her there she is and she finds bridget running on the street she picks her up And she tells her that she knows. And she's like, you know what? Let's go get Ginger. I'll just burn the whole house down and we'll go start over. And I was like, oh, shit. Mom's going to burn the whole fucking house down for them. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, what about dad? He would just blame me. And then they don't even talk about that. It's so Bridget just goes inside. The fuck? She's like, just us girls. Yeah. What the fuck yeah i'm sure they love their dad she's like just stay here mom and she goes inside to get ginger and ginger is like trying to seduce sam and i was so confused i was like are you letting this work knowing that she's a werewolf like what are you like she looks kind of gross like Mm -hmm. i don't understand what the allure here is and but sam does reject her and bridget ends up basically infecting herself to prove to ginger her loyalty when she runs in and finds ginger and sam and sam doesn't quite get what's going on so he kind of fucks it all up (laughs) Mm -hmm. i guess but she convinces ginger of her loyalty and willingness to help her sister and the sisters leave bridget decides to abandon her mother and bridget and sam take ginger back to their house to prepare more of the the cure and the syringe but then Ginger is like fully transformed into a werewolf. There's no semblance of her left and she gets out of the van. And then this is the part I really remembered when I was high. <laughs> when they're in the house yeah. trying to find the werewolf. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking bet. And the werewolf is so gross, creepy looking. I don't know how else to put that. She's not a pretty sight. No. It's not like a sleek wolfman type Yeah, look. no. It's nasty. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And Ginger even was like, we can be a pack together. You know, like, we can be... Oh, like, she's fully like, yeah, I'm a fucking werewolf. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just, like, totally into it now. And yeah. But now, like, when she's turned, as we all know with werewolf lore, like, that's that. They don't think anymore. They just kill basically it doesn't matter who you are so they start going through the house looking for her and they have a syringe but poor sam yeah he's like i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna lure her back (laughs) and he goes out there and he dies 
Yeah. He he gets got. Like he he makes it for a little while. She drags him like downstairs and he's just like hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. But no. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ginger, like I guess Ginger's kind of there because after finding them, he's super injured and Bridget like starts drinking his blood, which was super gross, and it was really hard to watch for some reason for me. I don't know gross why. Gross for her too, though. She ended up throwing it up. Yeah, she tries to calm Ginger, but she like can't get through it. And so when Ginger like basically senses that she like can't do it, she kills Sam in front of him and or in front of her. Yeah. So there is some sort of Ginger there, but not enough to like not try to kill her sister. So, <laughs> right, just the evil part that yeah. wants her to pay yeah. for not being a wolf. Right. And as Ginger stalks Bridget through the basement, Bridget goes back to the room where they grew up. And Bridget basically tries to defend herself by holding the syringe in one hand and a knife in the other. And Ginger lunges at her and says, I will not die in this room with you tonight. And that's when you really get that Bridget never really wanted to die. She Mm -hmm. just wanted to be with her sister. She just loved her sister so much. And that's what I was talking about, that full circle moment when Bridget says, like, I don't want to die. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, Ginger lunges at her and instead of the syringe making it into her, I mean, it's not going to have time to work before she fucking kills you. So what's the next thing you're going to do? Just impulsively, you're going to fucking stab her. Mm, Exactly. Like, there is this monster coming at you. And unfortunately, like, she... You know, her sister's over there. It's just the wolf form of her sister, but she's over there, you know, taking her last shallow breaths. And the last, you know, few moments of the film you get is Bridget laying on top of her sister and then crying as her sister dies. And then you get, you know, the camera pans up and it's photos of the sisters on their wall. And it's, it just ends with Bridget just like sobbing over her sister's body. And it's so sad and you get no closure and it's just awful. Yeah, it really is. But I, I'm so curious to know what you, cause now that we've gone through the plot, we can kind of talk about it a little bit more because mm-hmm. it's a pretty quick plot. Like it's a, a longer, not a long movie. It's like an hour and a half, but like, it's a pretty quick plot, you know, two sisters, one turns into a werewolf and tries to kill the other one and it doesn't work. you know but what what did you and and it's obviously got the symbolism of one starts their period and the other doesn't and moves on with their life and you know what did you think though well let me do my last piece of trivia real quick okay okay and it's very it's i don't know middle of the road trivia it's the co-stars actually auditioned on the same day they had been looking for girls to fill these roles for months actually and these two girls happen to audition on the same day and the coincidences are actually more impressive they were actually born in the same hospital went to the same preschool elementary school and private school and they work through the same talent agency oh wow that was kind of cool yeah that is kind of cool and for my grade it would probably just be a three like a middle of the road it was a decent movie I feel like people struggle making werewolf movies. That definitely came through a little bit. I liked the fact that it was girls in this one and the fact that with the moon being a woman, that it it, it was attached to her menstrual cycle. Like, I actually thought that was a cool touch. But also, this isn't the whole thing for me, but there is one little tiny part 
freaking Bridget looked so much like a previous employee that you and I have both worked with. I literally was going to say that. I was going to say that. So I fucking was going to mention that off of the fucking... <laughs> Never mind. But yeah, yes. I was going to say Seeing that. her face sometimes in scenes killed me. So that's that's why I brought up that she was in She's the Man as Eunice because I had to tell myself that a lot. <laughs> But that didn't, that wasn't the thing, because obviously, as you can tell, I didn't particularly like that employee, but that didn't change my view on it. I feel like, I don't know, there was just a lot of moving pieces that maybe it could have, it didn't need, or maybe it needed a little bit longer to flesh out, maybe just a, more of a story. Yeah. Probably my feeling on it. Yeah, that's fair. I definitely feel, I like the fact that it's a Halloween movie like Mm -hmm. actually a Halloween movie loved that and I thought it was interesting the sexual I know that's kind of weird but the sexual aspect that it brought into Mm -hmm. it that she had this hunger and she even brings it Mm -hmm. up she's like I thought that I needed sex but that didn't help and it talks especially with werewolves you hear about that with vampires but not werewolves yeah and it talks about you know it's literally like her becoming a woman and all these things that you go through but it all just happens within a month and then all of a sudden she's this Mm -hmm. beast basically not yeah I agree I loved all the almost innuendos where it was are we talking about her killing someone or about her period or about her becoming a woman or things like that yeah so it's got a little bit deeper meanings to it than just like a like a teen movie like a teen horror movie it's definitely more than that on Rotten Tomatoes it has an 89% critic average and a 78% audience score Hmm, so interesting it's pretty high up there yeah, I had definitely, I had actually heard about this from my stepdad years before you had mentioned it. And he was just like, have you seen it? And I was like, I haven't. And he had a copy of it, but I never actually got around to watching it. So you're not the only one. I've definitely heard that this is like a cult following movie. Yeah, and it's so interesting. I just have to wonder how long it took for that following to build up. Like I said, with the you know almost $5 million budget and only bringing in a little more than half a million dollars. It's interesting. Like I have, because typically I don't hear a ton of people talking about this, but when you're immersed in the horror community, I do hear it brought up and I do hear that people like it. I probably would also have to agree with you that I would probably give it more of a three. I probably wouldn't go full four, but that's like a strong three. Almost. I mm-hmm. probably, you know, I, I like my half ratings three and a half <laughs> because I do enjoy it. I do like the sister's relationship. I do like mm-hmm. the developments there. I, especially with Bridget's character. I like the meek, girl and then coming into herself and having to figure it out on her own and breaking away from her sister so I do like the character arcs there Mm -hmm. a lot especially with her and the breakdown of Ginger as well and the flip-flop that they do there of the kind of caretaker role and Mm -hmm. so I would say probably closer to a three and a half but it's definitely not like in the four or nearly five range for me but it's definitely enjoyable and something that I will probably Maybe not watch every single Halloween, but definitely like a contender for my fall mm-hmm. movie list, just kind of depending on what else makes it on there. You know, my right. priority list for the season. <laughs> right, exactly. It's definitely possibly in the rotation. I get you. Exactly. I get you. No, I agree because I liked the fall feel of it too. So, yeah. 
Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us for Ginger Snaps and for the third installment of the Halloween series. <laughs> we hope you're enjoying your spooky season, your spooky week, as it al- is almost wrapping up. But of course, you know that we aren't done yet. Not even close. We're not done yet. Don't you finish this out before we're done. <laughs> we still got placed. You got to press play. You got to keep going. We need those screams. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't care about that. Except I do. <laughs> I do care. So you can find us on all of our social medias, Facebook and Instagram are the extra sisters podcast. Twitter is at the extra sisters. You can always email us. If you have recommendations on movies, we should see, we are, you know, compiling the 2021 list and well, almost kind of done ish sort of aim slacking, but uh, things can always be moved around. Exactly. You know, Send them in. so uh, especially, you know, if you have recommendations on indie films, cult following films, foreign films, foreign, horror. foreign films, <laughs> Send them in to the extra sisters at gmail.com. And if you would like to join our little Patreon family, we are thinking about some things for the next year and all that fun stuff. So if you'd like to join that little family, it is patreon.com slash the extra sisters podcast. Thank you so much to our patrons for keeping this whole thing moving this year. We really appreciate you. Yes. Thank you guys so much. And we will be with you again tomorrow for even nice people can go to hell until then stay creepy. 